0: Log Talk Radio. Oh, and a big breath. (laughs) Here I am again. This is Helena Steinholmstein. Yes, I take a big breath because I just made it in time to sit down and connect with you. Isn't that amazing? Here I have hours and hours and when it comes to just doing the show, someday I'm involved in something else, and I almost forget until the very final mo- moment. So here we go again. I'm Helena Steiner Hornstein, and I'm very happy to meet with you again. I said last time, oh, I'll see you in a few days, but somehow those days turned into a couple of weeks, and I apologize. But things came up and that particular day I was going to do the recording got kind of filled with other things that I considered very, very important. Yes, we are already into the month of May. Everyone I'm speaking to has said, what, May already? I can't believe it. Yes, time is going faster. For whatever reason, we can say a lot of reasons, but time is actually going much faster and we have to accept it and live along with it. So uh, we're going to talk about other things today. And what is essential for a good relationship? I think I've got to tell you a story. I love my little stories. (laughs) And this story happened in... London. I was between marriages and I had chosen to live in London at the time. And I was in this particularly very nice little apartment in the part of London called Belgravia, which is exceptionally nice. And all the houses and buildings are white, white, and it's clean and beautiful. And I had a good view across and over the street. So I saw who was walking in the street and the cars driving by. And then across the street from me, there were, of course, few entrances and there were all this nice big white apartment, nowadays apartment houses. I think in the old days they were private homes, but now they were divided into what they called flats. I was in one of those flats, but from my side of the street, and now I looked across the street. And every day, I saw this really, really good-looking man, around 40 years old, I would say, who walked in and out of the door, front door, and um, he had his car parked right in front of the door. Somehow he managed to do that. And it was the most beautiful car. I mean, sports car, fancy, highest big make, And, of course, always spotless and clean. He came in and out of that front entrance more or less daily, walking in with a girl or walking out with a girl. Never the same, but they all had one thing in common. They were gorgeous. They had those high heels and their long blonde hair and beautiful. English, beautiful. (laughs) And I thought, he must be quite someone. I had a good friend at the time, his name was Nicky, and he wouldn't mind me sharing his name at all. He was a title man, which of course was in London very important at the time, and he was very, very good looking. He and I were just friends, and we were like kids playing together. We were good friends. We had the same... Sense of humor, we laughed at the same things and so on. He had his girlfriends and I had my dates. But we were good friends. So he and I went to that, to a particular party. And there I see my neighbor, this fantastic man. He didn't. Evidently didn't bring a girl. Maybe I'd gone to the party to, to meet a girl <laughs> because he was there uh, talking to other people. And I told Lee. Look, there's my friend. Not my friend, there's my neighbor. I said, oh, but that's Mike. He's a good friend of mine. We were in the army together. Oh, here's your neighbor. I have to introduce you. And he introduced us, and Mike and I got along beautifully and, you know, got into a nice and personal conversation. And then I asked Mike, why... Did you get divorced? Because somehow I knew he was divorced. I said, I see you date a lot, but you were married. Why did you divorce? He said, seriously looked at me and said, When you lose your respect, you have nothing left. Everything is about respect. I didn't know what to say to that. I just listened, but i never forget what he said. It's all about respect. A good relationship is all about respect. And we continued our conversation. And then suddenly Nikki said to Mike, Hey, you get along too well. I don't want you to invite Helena out dinner she's not your type <laughs> whatever that meant and um, and then mike looked at nikki and said you know nikki i would never do that to you i respect you too much so there you had that word respect one more time and this is what i'm going to talk about today one thing is essential for a good relationship And that is respect. Yes, you can admire someone. You can appreciate someone. You can have fun with someone. But if the respect is not there, you have nothing. It's funny, Nick and I had the greatest respect. I talked to him not too long ago. He was now married. Finally, he was a playboy before and he lived in the country, some big mansion, and was happy with his dogs and, and wife. And the wife was actually his own age, was not one of those little women that he'd been dating before. So anyway, so it goes back to that word "respect." And that's where everything is hanging for a good relationship. And you know, I was thinking about this you know, just last night. What is this respect? Yeah, what does it mean? And I was thinking, we have respect. Many of us who respect life in general, you know, we respect the animals and we respect the, the, the plants and trees. We have a very strong respect for those things. If I step on the tail of a cat, I would apologize to the cat, naturally. I said, I'm so sorry did I hurt you, poor little thing, you know. Which someone else might not even think of doing. But no, because everyone has a certain kind of dignity, even nature, even an animal. And that's why the old Indians, or maybe they still do today, people out in nature, that they sit in front of the tree and ask for forgiveness, but they now need to cut down that tree. And please forgive me for doing so, but I need you very much. That is what I call respect. Nowadays, my God, respect has disappeared. It's sad. It's not there anymore. Look Look at the leadership out there. They have absolutely no respect for anything, particularly not for truth. I have trouble respecting those who do not respect life or truth. And I mean life around them, like nature, like other people's opinion. I have real trouble with that. And once I find out, like for instance, a man, I'm not You know, I'm single now. I've been married all my life before, but now I'm single. So I go out for dates. And when I notice that the man doesn't respect my time or respect certain things, I'm not interested. Because I put respect as a very important thing. And that is what Mike said in the story before. You know, when you don't have respect, In a marriage, the marriage is gone. And I know marriages that are not that good even. They're not that, you know, sexy or happy or anything. But there is a certain respect, and that is what is holding them together still today. I saw that also between my own parents. They were not necessarily wildly happy together, but I saw they had a respect for each other. And I appreciate that. And that was not just saying, so I respect. So, so. no, this was something that was seen and understood. And I really, really feel very strongly about this respect. So if someone goes out with me and they don't respect, for instance, my time or what I'm doing, oh, you don't need to do that. You know, why do you bother? You can just live on and have a good life without doing those things. No. That's having no respect for me and what I'm doing. I have a certain respect for the power I'm working with. And if someone doesn't respect the power I'm working with, I'm sorry. You will not be... I'm not going to replace that with you. Easy. (laughs) So out there, and I think about another story. I was giving a lecture somewhere, and you know it's a big hall, and was packed, hundreds of people, and uh, uh, and I started to talk, and I get into flow, and in that flow, things are channeled to me, and they just kind of and I'm actually quite good and funny, and it's just channeling, and it flows again. And this particular time, there was a young woman with a child who had placed herself right in the center, one of the first rows, right in the center, with a small child, like two-ish, which is not an easy age. And this was like after eight o'clock in the evening. I can see that a young mother needs a babysitter, and she brings a child. I understand that. But then you have to show respect to everyone else and put yourself in a place that maybe you can leave temporarily and get out in the lobby and just see what's wrong with the child if it needs something to eat or drink or go to the bathroom or whatever it could be. And not just take the best position in the room and just place yourself there. So I would say with the respect it's a matter of considerate, being considerate to the surrounding world around you. So she, and she didn't like, you know, in the, suddenly I just said, my God, this is so distraction. There's such a distraction. And I lost my track, you know. And then I said, this is such a distraction, this is so disturbing. And she kind of answered straight out to me, Well, if anyone anyone has any complaints, they can always come to me afterwards. That's not how you respond. No, you have to show respect to your world. And, of course, we all love our children, and it's a cute little child, but you have to consider others also in that, that there are people who also have paid their ticket and want to come in. So that was it, and I should maybe not even have brought up that. But it kind of bothered me. They bothered many the other people I heard as well. So um, that is uh, now in a relationship between you and the partner, and that can be in in a private partnership, or that could be uh, in business. In fact, we live in partnership all the time. We live in a partnership with our neighbors. We live in partnership with those we meet every day. We, meet, we live in a partnership with those we stand in line with, you know. At the supermarket, it's kind of a partnership. We all share the same common goal to get through as quickly as possible. I stood there the other day, and there was something wrong. Which everyone behind me thought was something wrong with my card to pay. And I thought so too, maybe. And I said, Well is my card. And I know it's good, but it you know, I kept on trying and trying. And then the cashier kind of called for some outside for the help from the supervisor, who can? And I said, Oh yes, your cash register does this all the time. We have to change this. So it wasn't me. But everyone behind me, they thought, oh, how thoughtless of her. She should just have stepped out or taken another card or whatever. But evidently at that time, nothing worked. So it wasn't my fault, which was, you know, that good for me. And I told everyone around me, it wasn't me. It was, was the machine. <laughs> you know. And there we all have a certain understanding for that. So... Um, how do you learn to show respect if you don't have that in you and you don't know what it is? Well, it's a kind of, I would call an honor system that you allow the other person to be who they are as long as their courts not hurt you or anyone else. I had someone I talked to the other day here And I said, what I'm saying and doing is probably a little weird for you. And she said, but I respect you. (laughs) She didn't say yes or no, but she said, but I respect you. And that was the answer. I thought that was a very, very good answer. It was a woman of wisdom. And of course, she was an older woman too, so she had the wisdom. She allowed me to be the one I am. And that is the number one thing in a good relationship. You have to allow your partner in a marriage or in a business relationship to be the person that they are. If someone is, you know, out of the country and speaks with an accent, you have to respect that. They know at least one more language more than you do. Because it means another language before they met you in another country. And you may, if you think that this bothers you with an accent, it means you only know one language because no one else would complain about that. So you have to show respect the person and let them do their thing and be the ones who they are. So number one is in a good relationship where you show respect take your time have patience that is something I have to learn by the by the way patience, patience, patience do you have patience? So when you travel to other countries now in the summer and you meet people who have different traditions and habits, what do you do about that? you criticize them? No, show them respect. Let them show you what they're all about. And you have to appreciate that. Be kind of humble in front of that new knowledge that you now are picking up. And have a sense of humor about everything. Because once you have that, everything is so much easier for you. So take your time. This is respect. And with this child, if a child is trying to draw you something and she has trouble completing that particular picture, show respect. She's trying. And give her the time. And then there it is. Here you are. And now what you do? Be very generous with appreciation. That's part of respect. And that, I must say, Americans are very good at that. Show appreciation. And Canadians too, I'm sure. I see many Canadian listeners. So you are also included in this when I say American, which, of course, I shouldn't do because you're so different. Your culture is so different, particularly if you're French-Canadian. You are so far from America as if you would have been on the other side of the planet. (laughs) So one thing also is, listen to other people's point of view. Listen to your partners point of view. Is that the point of view that you agree with? Uh, not quite, maybe. I know many Democrats and, and uh, Republicans who are married and have good relationships. Why? Because they show respect to each other. I show many who are by one side or one woman is very spiritual, And the husband is completely against it. And he says, yeah, I respect it. I don't understand it, but okay, you're happy with it. That is, again, what they call respect. It's so easy to be respectful if you just want to acknowledge something good about the whole thing. So respect is to acknowledge something that is good about them. So what I think, what we should always do, we should respect our differences and get to learn about our differences. That's kind of fun, isn't it? So when I make a meatball, a Swedish meatball, and... Some American, well, I think that was my American husband. He said, what is that? Just a deformed hamburger. Well, that is not respect. Hamburger you smoosh together in a few minutes. Whereas a, you know, meatball takes a long time with lots of ingredients and lots of love and care because you, in Sweden you put your name to your personal meatball. My meatballs that I make are not like other people's meatballs and good. Well, so everyone else's. But they're not like someone else's. Because we all put our own character and everything onto it. And this is the way we have respected the Swedish meatball all the time. That we put our own flavor and character to our meatball. Isn't that funny that I put this about Swedish meatballs in the middle of all this? But You know, that's an example out of life. So that is what it means to have respect. You're thoughtful. Yes. To be thoughtful. Tomorrow is Mother's Day. Show respect to your mother. Show her respect and thoughtfulness. One way or the other. Or a grandmother whoever, or your wife who is a mother. So, there are so many ways that you can be having a good relationship because of the respect. There is an invisible response to respect, energy-wise. Yes. There is something invisible, energy-wise, about respect. It's felt the way. I was um, in Russia, in Moscow, and there I was sitting together with the priests of the very famous church of Moscow. I was so amazed that I was invited to be there is the only guest, because only woman, but of course priests can be women in Russia too, what I understand. So I was there, and I was told by those presents, they said, we respect you. You are so straightforward and honest. You have our respect. How could I ever? And they also gave me a ring, you know, that was for those initiated. So I thought, wow, I will always look up to that particular ministry that they did that to me, that they would acknowledge me. But that was because what they respected, yes, was me, but it was because I was channeling the power. I was channeling the power. And that was with that respect. They were kind of respecting that. Whereas someone that I meet socially, oh, well, that's weird, you know. Well, I don't respect them back because they don't respect that power. But a smile and I have to shake the hands. So that's it. You cannot judge everything the same way. So if you appreciate someone You have to share that and you have to say that to this person. So when you respect also, you give support. Yes, you give support. This is the main thing with each other in a good relationship. When you respect, you support each other and you trust. Trust is such a good, good word. Once you have a trust and a respect, now you have a secure feeling about your relationship. So I would like to say that probably what I was going to bring up about respect. And uh, we see that, you know, in the old days when I went to school, all students would stand up when the teacher entered the room. When I came back some years later, and I myself was a teacher. I wasn't a teacher for a long time. I mean, maybe a year or so. But I remember that you entered the room, and no one can shoot. Well, actually, they did. They paid attention. But they didn't stand up to honor my entrance into the room. They didn't respect that because they had been brought up now from the new how should I say, politics in that country, that, oh, no, you don't need to do that anymore. So we have to learn to respect our superiors. When my mother was a child, she would speak to her parents in third person instead of saying, "Have have you seen my shoes or something? Has mother seen my shoes? That was the way they talked in those days, just to show respect. So my mother would speak to her mother, my grandmother, in third person, but I, the granddaughter, I would say you to my grandmother because that was with the time, you know. So respect, the feeling of respect and honor is actually changing through the times. And I see now, today, respect is disappearing. I think it's because we see that from the leadership politically, that the respect and the honor is not there, the truth is not there. And when there is no truth, there is no respect. And I think that was what goes back to the story Uh that Mike, you know, Michael, uh, this neighbor of mine, what he was saying, when the respect is gone, it means when the truth is gone, you cannot have that respect anymore. So when you find out that there's something wrong in the truth factor in the relationship, yes, the respect usually flies out the window as well. So that was about what I had to uh, share. Except for, in respect, you should be thankful. I think that belongs to everything, to be grateful, to say thank you to everything you can say. Thank you for being there for me. Thank you for instilling that respect in me. Thank you for teaching me respect for instance. Thank you for allowing me to live in a relationship with respect. So when you have that respect, you can be curious, you can be honest, you can talk to each other in a different way, because you have a different kind of trust. It's a foundation. Respect is a foundation for something for the future, something solid. So now, young people, when you date other people, see to it that this is a person that you can trust so you can have respect for that person. I have um, uh, uh, not mentioned to you, but I think you should start to order my newsletter. The order form on my website, Finding the Inner Light doesn't really put that order through properly, I found out. So I'm going to remove it. But we have a proper order form on bodysoulconnection.com. So just fill in your email there. And it's for free. I don't check up on your name. I don't even know who's on it. Sometimes I'm surprised that people say, oh, I get your newsletter. Because... This is not my seeing or my doing. I write them, but then I deliver that to a, a distributor, and they send it on. If you have Gmail, they tend to put up like, oh, this is a suspicious mail or something like this, email. And I think they do this because somewhere along the line, I've been blacklisted because I was mentioning COVID and vaccination, anti-vaccination a few times. And I think this is the reason why they kind of put me up on a suspicious list as a spammer. I don't know how it has happened, but this is what I see, that they do that with Gmail addresses. If you're not an email receiver, you're perfectly okay. And also these newsletters They are not, they are clean. They have no viruses because the distributor has checked on that. This is what they do. This is why I have a distributor. It's called Constant Contact. And they are doing all that work. So don't be afraid of signing up for that newsletter on bodysoulconnection.com. At the end of all my broadcasts, I'm doing a little meditation. I think I'm known for that. And before we finish, because usually then I run right into the end, send me emails, and if you have any questions about anything, write that down to me, because the next couple of programs, I'm going to answer those questions. And they can be any question, not quite so personal, make them more in general, so not why do I have a stomach ache? Not quite that one. But why could we have stomach aches? That is another thing. So I don't want to answer your personal health problems, but anything in general, anything spiritual, anything about the world or whatever, and I will bring that up on the next uh, broadcast. So now we are going to do into the meditation. All my meditations are channeled. And I just sit here and receive the words. And I begin with just closing my eyes. Feel so relaxed. So very, very relaxed. Now know you are special. You truly are. You have lived on this earth. So far, you made it so far and you have created a lot of good in this world. Believe it or not, but if you start to think about it, what have you created? What have you given birth to? What have you given to others? Yes. You are special. Yes, you begin to feel good about you. You respect you more and more and feel that you have managed, you have succeeded. And you relax. Your eyes are closed. Take another deep breath and you find yourself under a big, big star-filled sky. You look at the stars. You feel them in your heart. You know now that all your stars up in the sky All the stars you see ahead of you, above you, they represent your inner universe. And each glittering star represents a possibility, a dream, an idea that is harboring Within you, you relax more and more and more. Suddenly, you begin to feel something in your chest area. It's a feeling of warmth, of knowledge, of power. And at that moment, it's like you hear a plane way up in the sky and that little cling way up in the sky comes from your star the star is now beginning to grow and grow and grow and fill up with light around it it's growing and suddenly it opens up in the center and sends out a wide stream of white light. That stream of white light is now streaming all over the sky as it descends towards earth and towards you. You feel it, and you know it. You receive it into your chest. You inhale it. You feel more and more powerful as you breathe in more of this power light. And you smile, because you know that you now are connecting with an Absolutely unconditional and limitless universe of power, of love. And you inhale all that power and begin to wish good wishes for you and those you love. You inhale all that strong power like you take a deep sigh as you relax more and more and more. You know you love the light. You respect the light. The light is absolutely unconditional. It judges you not. It receives your wishes your dreams, and prepares you for success. You receive more and more and more light, more and more power into your human being, into your human consciousness. And you are grateful, absolutely grateful, You feel it, and you know it. I am a shiny light. This moment, you feel so full of loving light. You feel everything is shining within you. And if you have a spot in or on your body that gives you pain, brush that away. And allow the light to shine into it. Around it. And to remove it. It works. You know the light is power. It works. Always and at all times. Yes. You say yes to your life. And now you feel That you can respect you and your connection to this higher power called I am the light. I am the light. It makes you feel good, very, very good and grateful and so shining well today and all other days take another deep breath and slowly as you now know your connection with the light in charge of you of your person and to take a deep breath You are so at ease now. And you just feel you want to let go of anything of old shadows and darkness. And you look forward with love and light to all your days ahead. I am the light. I am the light. And you breathe out. When I count to seven, you are to open your eyes again. If you already open them up, close them again. And take another deep breath. One, you feel safe and secure because you are in the light. One, two, three... How oh, you trust and love the light. Four, five, six. You are well connected with love and light of the universe. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now number seven. You open your eyes again. And you say, thank you for this moment. And you breathe out again. And you smile. You make sure you smile. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein. My websites are bodysoulconnection.com and findingyourinnerlight.com I have a couple of wonderful books for the world market, and you can get them anywhere where they sell books. All books that would have them on their computers. They will not sell them because they couldn't, but they are there on their computers. And, of course, Amazon, all over the world. So findingyourinnerlight.com. You will love it. I know that. I absolutely know you will. So go, if you haven't read it, read it. Or if you have read it once, read it again and again and again. Because each time is going to be a different story. This is what it means to be a multidimensional book. That's what my books are. They are layers according to your consciousness. And your consciousness will improve each time you read it. Bye-bye. I thank you very, very much for listening to me again. And yes, I will be back with you next week. And if you have any questions about spirituality or the world or whatever, send them in to my email address. Dr. Dr. Helena info, short for information at yahoo.com Dr. Helena info at yahoo.com or you can also send it at the same time because sometimes they don't always get through on both to activale at gmail.com You can also reach me through my website. So go to bodysoulconnection.com or to findingyourinnerlight.com Yes, this was all for today. I thank you so much for tuning in, and I should be here, God willing, yet again next week, next time. Have a good and wonderful weekend, and happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Bye-bye.